And how is everybody doing? It took a second for it to click on there. So hopefully we have a good reception. I hope everybody's having a fabulous day today. Um, so we live in clown world. Like this dimension that we're in is just completely devoid of logic and critical thinking and all sorts of shit. Uh, I don't know if those of you, like, if you've watched the channel a lot, you know that I did recently did a video about uh, a 60-minute segment that was done to sell weight loss drugs. It was literally done to absolutely sell weight loss drugs. And one of the doctors that was there representing the weight loss co the company that uh, sells the weight loss drug has now been appointed to the, like, she's, she's out and out on the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uh, and Department of Agriculture's uh, 20, 2000, uh, 2025 Dietary Guidelines Committee. Like the woman that is responsible, like the woman like that brought us Wegovy and everything like that, like we live in such a clown world that this woman that claims that obesity is nothing but genetic and can't be solved through willpower is now going to be making nutritional suggestions for the entirety of the population of America. That's how much of a clown world we fucking live in. Uh, I'm going to say hi to everybody. Now we're going to elaborate. We're going to talk about it. We're going to read about it. Um, fucking crazy. Uh, Tasia, how you doing? Erica, Slashtukin, Stella, what's going on? Cactus Patch, how are you? Janet, how are you? Sabrina, Miss Boss, Angel, Amelia, Darth Bunny. I love that. Uh, Cookies, Fox Fox, how are you? Stephen Barnes, uh, Jet Batman, Lady Hawk, Suvi, Adele, Brew Hops, Heather, Dad Physique, how the fuck are you doing? Uh, and least interesting woman in the world, James and uh, Prince JW. What's up, motherfuckers? How's everybody doing? Um, yeah, remember it's the food. It's the food. I mean, I just what it's just fucking crazy to me that we are not gonna. Uh, Caitlin Gibson, how are you? Pleasure to see you, Rebecca. Uh, hey, Alan. Uh, now they've decided everyone needs a one beer, uh, one shot booster. Just fucking crazy. It's just fucking crazy. Uh, that I mean, that's to me, that's the biggest thing. It's a conflict of interest. Okay, so let's be real. Like I'm, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna get right to it, just so we can talk later. I might even pull people on the screen, all that shit. But just so people can grasp, this is her. This is this woman. This is Fatima Cody Stanford. And she is saying, thanks to the USDA, Department of Agriculture, and the Health and Human Services for naming me to the 2025 Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, the importance of diverse prospects in shaping the, shaping the nutrition and health. I'm fucking flabbergasted because this is also her. Like, just so... This, this is an open admission, right? And this is from, that's her right here, right? And this is from 60 Minutes about her. Doctors Apovian and Stanford have- This is Dr. Stanford. Been advising companies developing drugs for obesity. So they are advising these companies, I'm sure for monetary compensation, by the way for drugs on obesity. So the person setting nutritional standards works for a drug company. Like the person setting nutritional standards that said that it is not like that it is, and we're gonna play this clip later, that, that she's saying that it's all genetic. Like if it's all genetic, what the fuck do you, why, why do we have, why do we have food? Why do we have nutritional advisories if it's all genetic? What the fuck? I mean, but listen. Including the Danish company Novo Nordisk an advertiser on this broadcast. So in other words, these two ladies, once again, to point this out. Of a person's weight and it helps keep it off. A major issue. Doctors Apovian and Stanford have been advising companies developing drugs for obesity, including the Danish company Novo Nordisk, an advertiser on this broadcast. That's the fucked up thing. I mean, that's what I don't, I really don't think people are grasping this. The truly fucked up thing is that the, this is a the, this woman right here. An associate professor at Harvard Medical School says common beliefs about obesity are all wrong. 
as you're trying to get on that scale. Common beliefs about obesity are all wrong. This is the woman that is setting the nutritional guidelines. She's going to be on the, on the committee to help set nutritional guidelines. Her talking about obesity, but she also is an advisor to drug companies develop ob developing obesity medications. Scale. And diet shows, like The Biggest Loser. You and the diet show The Biggest Loser is a stupid fucking show. You can check the history of this channel. I've gone over it many times. Fucking complete idiots. If you diet. <laughs> This this woman, by the way, this woman is about to be on the committee for nutrition guidance. Wait, right? For many of us, we can go on a diet, something like the biggest loser, right? You mm -hmm. go and you strict people, you make them work. Notice her tone when she's talking about this shit, too. Out for 10 hours a day, and then you feed them 500 calories. For most people, they will acutely lose weight. No, for all people, for all people, not one human being can work out for 10 hours a day and be on 500 calories and not acutely lose weight. Not one human being, not one. Not There's not one person on the show, not one. Not most, all, all human beings, if you put them on 500 calories and we'll have them work out for 10 hours a day, they're all going to lose a dramatic amount of fucking weight. I mean, it is fucking reality. It is, when they say most, it even brings into the inkling that that's not a reality. You're saying that no, there's there are human beings that could work out for 10 hours a day, multiple days in a row on 500 calories and not lose weight. Like when when you even make that kind of statement, science is no longer involved in the conversation. This is this is all rhetoric. Wait, but 96% of those participants in The Biggest Loser regained their weight because they're Listen to why, because. Your brain worked well. No, it did not. Your brain is not working well if it leaves you in an unhealthy state. If it leads you to actions that cause you to be unhealthy, your brain is not working well. You should get some counseling. For her, like, it is not natural for your body to want to eat enough nutrition to make it so it's immobile and hurt itself. That is not natural. Your brain is not working well. You are in the throes of what would be considered an eating disorder. You physically, your body is getting bigger and smaller due to the calories you're putting in it, period. Like, how can we believe that these people can gain weight from from calories and not lose weight when they don't eat enough? It's so fucking outlandish. It's so fucking crazy. We're supposed to bring them back to store what they needed or what the brain thinks it needs. So we'll... No, it does It's it. What is amazing to me is this woman is talking about set point theory, and then at the same time, she's going to literally talk against set point theory i mean it's so fucking crazy willpower throw that out the window willpower throw willpower out the window you're not responsible for yourself at all whatsoever but let her write your guidelines the, the, this is this is the type of fucking clown world we live in like this woman's going to be writing nutritional policy the woman that also makes money from drug companies about obesity She's going, to tell, she's going to be giving people nutritional guidance. The woman that says that being fat is not your fault. It is all genetic. Like, listen. Last patient that I saw today was a young woman who's 39 who struggles with severe obesity. She's been working out five to six times a week consistently. She's eating very little. Her brain is defending a certain set point. A set point. If she's been eating very little, she'd be losing a lot of weight. Period. Like this isn't a, like this isn't a debate like this is this is reality. There's there's no like saying that if you are eating very little food and you're working out that you won't lose weight. If you say that that, that, that that's not it's just not reality to fucking believe that if you're not losing weight and working out consistently, you're not eating too little of food. You're eating just the right amount of food to keep your ass at that weight. You're not eating too little. If you're not losing weight. You're not eating too little, like ever. What the fuck, ever, ever. You're eating too much. Point, says Dr. Stanford, is a range of weight your brain is in charge of maintaining by controlling how much food you eat and how much of it you store. There's not, it's so, the, the set point shit is so ridiculous, especially when you consider how, how radically different the ingestion of different type of food products affects your body and your hunger levels and your hormone response to it. Like the hormonal response from eating a piece of chuck steak is very different than your body's hormone response from eating you know, the same calories in sugar.
Like the same kind. Like if you have a pound of chuck steak that's say you know fourteen hundred calories. If you have a fourteen hundred calorie piece of like cream pie, you know that your body will react extremely differently on a biological, hormonal, reactionary, digestive process. It'll act completely differently, like a hundred percent. But this woman is saying that it's all genetic. One theory is that it's an evolutionary survival mechanism that helped retain fat during famines. But we are not in a famine. If you, like we are not in famine, and I'm not disagreeing that it's a biological. Like you, are, we are hardwired to store energy and to seek out more energy. We are, absolutely are. The problem is we live in a time where it is so incredibly easy to get calories. There's no energy expenditure. There's no buy-in. Like we have people like there's no buy-in for you to get your calories pretty much. There's no physical labor connected to it. And that's where our species evolved from. Everybody's got it way too fucking easy. Obesity is a, a disease of privilege. Like if you're obese in America, you are privileged, privileged, privileged. Like believe it. So we had COVID. Mm -hmm lots and lots of people gain weight. Do those people have a new set point that's higher now? Absolutely. So yeah, so see, you can change your set point. So I love how she's like, yeah, they do. Uh-huh, yeah, it's higher. Yeah, so that means you're pretty much proving that set point is bullshit. Your body gets used to certain behaviors and actions. So if you can get a new set point, you can get a new lower set point too. You like the... the she, none of these people could stand up to debate. Not, none of them. No, it's, it's amazing. Amazing. So when you have a chronic stressor and you get to a certain weight and maintain that weight for, let's say, at least three to six months, then you recalibrate that set point to a different. So if you can lose weight and keep it off for three to six months, you should be recalibrated at your new set point, right? Like, so in other words, if you lose weight and then you have set up a healthy lifestyle that keeps you at that weight, It'll become much e easier in three to six months. This I kind of agree with. And it doesn't become, it's not necessarily the, the biology of it. Although many, many people uh, do, once they get away from eating sugars, they, they crave them less because they're not having the biological reaction where the body's trained for it. It's just reality. But your body just gets used to the habits that have kept you the weight off. It's all about habits. I mean, that's the fucking thing. By the way, folks, speaking, if you want to help, uh, want to help building habits, 30 minute consultation, which gives you the app for a month, the 33% off. Two, uh, three months of coaching at a massively discounted prices for, for just the people on this on this uh, on this live right here. And then I'll be turning it off probably about 24 hours from now. I mean, this is ridiculous. Print set point. I've always heard that it's the fast food, that it's the diet cokes, that kind of thing. That is the instigator. Is that true? So I think we have to look at the different causes of obesity as a big pie. And that's one factor. But notice how I'm using Notice how she says that like the other big advertisers, big food. It's just a small factor. Like, it's just a teeny tiny factor. The ability to have thousands of calories delivered of almost, you know, nutritionally you know, sparse foods delivered right to your door for you to consume daily. That's, that's just a small factor. You gluttoning yourself day after day because obesity, obesity is daily abuse. It's daily abuse. Like, th this is fucking ridiculous. This is a, vac this is a vaccine, no, not a vaccine. This is a uh, drug sales rep trying to convince you that the problem is something that they can solve through their drug. What the fucked up thing is their drugs do very similar to what no morbidity does. I just think no morbidity is a better choice because it is much less expensive, pays for itself in its own, you know, in, in the food you save and has a, is safe and effective. It's, you know, there's not these huge fucking, uh, huge you know, what ifs when it comes to the side effects, you know, all the items in, in no morbidity have been tested for safety on each individual website, you can check them out. Like these things, like you go to Novo Nordisk's website about this shit, and these things list off 45 fucking prob possible problems to very expensively have for minuscule results because I still think that 15 to 22% in the course of 68 to 72 weeks is weak sauce. That's some weak shit. It absolutely is. This woman, this, and, and this woman is now gonna advise, be on the advisory committee for nutrition this part of the pie right but the number one cause of obesity is genetics that means the number one cause of obesity is genetics i'd love to see this woman defend this with any and i mean fucking any data at all like she could not literally she could not 
follow this to the second question of why. Like, why is that true? Uh, why do you interpret the data to be true? Because I don't think she can produce the data to say this. I, I, do, I don't believe she had she could possibly produce this data at all. This is just an open lied, lying statement. If you are born to parents that have obesity, you have a 50 to 85% likelihood of having the disease yourself. Even but that's not from genetics. I mean, could it be that some of it like has a genetic pour over? And especially if like it's shown that they're genetically, you're genetically pre, uh, predisposed to possibly be obese if the mother's obese when she has you. Yes. But it's habits too. Like most, like the, the like the people that were fat, the parents that were fat initially, however many generations ago, they weren't that way because of genetics. Our genetics have not changed so much in 30 to 40 fucking years that everybody needs to be fat now. That's not how that shit works. And if it is, we should very much, you're, you, if that is the, if that is the truth, if the truth is that like we are, that being obese is a genetically dominant trait in the genome of, of human beings, it means that we need to once again really start thinking about uh, uh, really start thinking about Darwinism, because we like to 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 like it's 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 an argument to not date fat people, if you ask me. Like this is this is genetic genetically you're predisposed to a bunch of illnesses because you're you're genetically if if you were genetically predisposed to be fat, why would, like that's not a good argument to want to live with forever. And it's not because of the looks. It's because the life that's attached. It's not the, it has nothing to do with aesthetics. It's the life that's attached. Like if you, if you couldn't help it, that you shouldn't complain to people who don't want to have their children. Like if it's, if it's something that is negatively affecting you and it's genetics, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's reality. You know, it's bullshit. It's not your genetics. I don't think it is. I think it's a matter of, Society and people like this woman telling everybody that they don't need to fucking try hard. That's what I'm fucking thinking. Even with optimal diet, exercise, sleep management, stress management. So when people see families that have obesity, the assumption is, what are they feeding those kids? Yeah. They're doing something wrong. Actually. Yeah, they're feeding the kid too much. 100% of the time. If the child is morbidly obese and they're, they're, they're not even a teenager yet and the child's morbidly obese, 100% of the time it's the, it's the parent's fault. Like they may not realize it, but they're they're feeding they're overfeeding the child. They're allowing the child to have too much access to access to too many calories, and ingesting them. It's hundred percent fucking true every single goddamn time. They, I'm not saying that they're bad people. I'm not not even saying it's neglect. Now, once your child's more like if you have a 250 pound 12 year old, and you're not doing everything in your power to reduce that, then it's on you. You're like absolutely, but do something about it. That's for fucking sure. Not this. Not what this lady suggests. Actually, do you know this? 79 to 90% of physicians in the United States have significant bias towards individuals that are heavier. This is also a bullshit study. You know, I mean, just so everybody understands, it goes off the fee fees and what people feel and all that bullshit. Um, the healthcare industry, to a great degree, has biased against just fucking people. I mean, and I wanted to go over this real quick. The healthcare industry is not intrinsically fat phobic. Fat people just engage with the healthcare system at a much higher rate because they are in fact sickly and they do make up a huge portion of the burden on our healthcare system. People that drink too much, smoke too much, eat too much are the predominant amount of burden upon our system financially and resource wise. It takes more people to care for a fat person than it does a lean person. These are just like realities. Like, it's not even a questionable thing at all whatsoever to think that it's just because like your doctor only talks to you like, well, every time I'm in there, they mention I should lose weight. That's because you're fat as fuck and you should lose weight. Like if you have back problems, being smaller, if you're fat as fuck, will help out. If you have knee problems, it will help out. If you have breathing problems, it will help out. If you want to uh, avoid diabetes, it'll help out. If you want to get out of a state of constant inflammation, it'll help out. Obesity has been shown to have negative cognitive effects, effects on lo on longevity, decision making. Uh, if you eat a lot of ultra processed foods, which most morbidly obese people do, it has a deleterious effect on your executive function. It's self-control, perseverance, 
starting and initiating tasks, sticking to them, like self-image. Like there's a lot of things that are the reason why your doctor should tell you every single time they see you, if you're fat, to lose weight. If you do go to a doctor and for some reason they don't tell you to lose weight when you are fat as fuck, get a new doctor because that one is negligent. If you are if you are a fat person and you go to a doctor and they ignore your fatness and you know it's a problem, like deep down, like you may not want to admit it. You don't want yourself weighed because of what it says to you because you need serious fucking therapy, serious fucking therapy. If you go to a doctor's office and you can't stand for them to weigh you because for some reason you have convinced yourself it's not medically re- relevant, you need serious, serious psychological counseling, like just to, to an incredible degree. But it's not intrinsically fat phobic. The healthcare system just gives shitty results. Our healthcare system is pharmaceutical first and everything else second. Pharmaceutical, surgical, everything else second. There's no prevention at all. And it doesn't help out that when people talk to fat people about you know, preventative medicine, that they can get in trouble because of the scores that, they, that are given. Like to, for a doctor to get some sort of score that could affect their fucking you know, reimbursement levels and their employment later on about like if the, the patient liked what they heard. Like who likes what the hearing that like you've lifestyled yourself into a fucking shitty health? Nobody's going to like hearing that. Like, but it, it doesn't make it any less the responsibility of the doctor to tell that person or that person to fucking listen. At some point in time, we have to get over this whole crazy idea that, you know, the world's against fat people and realize that fat people, in fact, are the most privileged people. Like American fat people are the most privileged people on the planet. Like to a great degree, especially because we live in a world right now where if you try to have them face their reality at all, you're seen as some kind of evil. But the healthcare industry is not intrinsically fat phobic. The healthcare industry just kind of fucking sucks for everybody. It's a massive, humongous death toll on its own is medical error. Humongous, yearly, huge death toll. It's got its own huge problems. And because fat people engage with the healthcare system more often, they tend to have more, more interactions like that. But you can't, like, I've been, I've been fat at the doctor, thin at the doctor, in, you know, in perfect shape at the doctor and out of shape at the doctor. And each time... I try to make sure that the doctor explains shit to me thoroughly so I understand it. So I have, you know, uh, good informed consent, but also like I I follow up on what they say and I, I look shit up on my own. Like the problem is we have people wanting to deny that being fat is fucking bad for them and they don't give a fuck. They just don't want to be told that they're in any kind of physical jeopardy, even by their own fucking doctor. And it's pathetic. It's crazy. But this woman. Now, doctors listening to me may say, oh, it's not me. Hold your horses because has that patient come to you and told you? Notice how like she has she has stated it's not your fault. Willpower, fuck that shit. That, that that's that's gone. Don't worry about that. She said a little earlier that people in this very interview. Oh, I, I don't have the interview up. Here we go. Sorry about that. Some of physicians in the United States have significant bias towards individuals that are heavier. Now, doctors listening to me. So basically, they're trying to fucking you know. It's not your fault that you're fat. And if your doctor tells you that, you're, that there's a problem, they're fat phobic, have, you know, talk to them about this medication. You need this medication to lose weight. And the medication, as we have shown multiple times, their medication works very similar to how no morbidity works. It makes it so you are less hungry. So if it's genetic and it's not about the amount of food they're eating, why is giving them something that's going to make them less hungry the thing, the cure? Like this woman is like literally art like by pimping this drug that makes people eat less, which again is very similar to how our, our you know, supplement no morbidity works, except our, ours works on blocking the mechanism of hunger where this one works on negating the mechanism of hunger. And those are just reality. Uh, that and ours is proven safe and effective and theirs is not. Uh, I can clearly tell you that this woman is full of shit because she said it's genetic. It's not about the food. She could be eating right and doing everything possible and still not losing weight. And then she pimps this drug, which in effect just makes you eat less. That's what the drug does. That's what this woman who is now working to set the fucking parameters for healthcare uh, nutrition. She's actually on that committee now. We live in clown world. Absolute clown world. Nicole, I started taking Ember. It's working great. That is great to hear. 
Nicole, if you start having questions, anything like that, anything you want me to hit, talk about it in the chat here. We're gonna go, we're gonna move on. Uh, I've I'm amazed, people. Like literally, openly, just fucking full on amazed that that shit's re real. I can't even get over it. Like I know we live in clown world. It's coming up on three years of I told you so's, you know. But this we live in real. Like it just keeps getting worse. Well, why are people not asking questions? This shit just keeps piling up. Like it, everybody laughed when this woman was talking about like how obesity is not a thing. We laughed our way all the way into like not paying attention that this woman's being appointed to fucking sit on the committee about nutritional suggestions. This woman thinks that being obese is not a matter of what they eat unless it's that they buy her medication that she is monetarily tied to to lose weight. And now she's going to be telling people how much to eat. What the fuck? How, how, like people don't see the the massive and I mean massive fucking uh, conflict of interest with this. It is this is a clown show. This is a clown world that this person is going to be sitting on that board. In insanity, people think they ate healthy, uh, but they uh, had a salad at a restaurant covered in. Yep. Problem is nowadays being different is seen as being crazy, and being crazy is as uh, uh, is seen as being different. That's kind of true, also. They blame anything they can for their obesity and never themselves. Zero accountability. It's kind of crazy to me. I mean, th this really is. It's it's kind of nuts. Um, I don't even I don't even understand where we're at with it. I did just get uh, the person that just bought a consultation, which uh, they use this link right here, or you can get coaching. Uh, I'll send you the link after we're done talking here. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm an EMT and uh, worked in the hospital, got uh, accused of fat shaming last week because I had, had I had an XL blood pressure cuff on a woman, barely got it around her forearm, and yet that's my fault apparently. It's like, that's the thing. Like, how are we supposed to function like this? Like, are you're supposed to like be able to make this shit magically work? Like, you're too big for a regular fucking pressure cuff. If, if you wouldn't have had the larger one, she would have bitched about that, too. Insane. I was just thinking everything just keeps getting worse. Like, I don't understand how we're not openly just asking questions and follow-up questions. Like, it just goes to show, uh, oh, this is awesome. On day, day three of NOMO, skipping lunch today and not even hungry. That's outstanding, Michael Blacktree. Outstanding. But it just goes to show that like nobody nobody's willing to ask the actual follow-up questions. Like I could I could bury this woman in her tracks in three steps. Right. So you say you say the people there are some people that can't lose weight no matter how little they eat. Yes. Will your drug help them? Yes. How will it get them to help help them by getting them to eat less? We're done. That we're absolutely done. Don't get me wrong. Do do these drugs help people eat less? They apparently do. That's, I still think that the fucking natural alternative is a little better uh, because I just believe we're the natural alternative where you don't have to worry about, you know, thyroid tumors and fucking suicidal ideation and shit like that. You know, fucking crazy. Helps relieve stress. The other one leaves you stressed, you know, in lots of fucking ways. But I mean, I, it, we, we're not asking the questions like at public health officials. Like, I would love to sit down with one of them. Let, let's walk through the entire pandemic and why you guys chose the things you chose. Because at some point in time, they should have to answer this. At some point in time, somebody should have to tell me why we sent college kids home when that looked like a dispersal agent to me. Like, if it was truly like this unknown, so deadly virus, why would we put college kids on all sort, you know, on the highways and on planes to remote, to back to their home locations? When they like, instead of keeping them around the people they've been around for three, three, three to six months, why would it not shelter them in place? Like until we until we get answers to questions, we should just assume they're all fucking lying. It's it's insane. I have to tell myself to eat. That's right, motherfuckers. It's it's that effective. No morbidity is that effective for real. They want their easy solution when they don't want to change. Exactly, Erica. One hundred percent. Alan, today is uh, is really hard. I've got food on my mind and really felt the cravings coming. Have you any advice? I'm sitting at home with little to do for an hour. Drink as much water as you can right now to make sure you're hydrated really, really well. And uh, I mean, if your next meal, I mean, I don't know when your next meal is. I would definitely possibly even bump your next meal up an hour if you're still hungry after the fluid. 
This is like it should never be an exercise in making yourself overly hungry. It should just be an exercise in trying to eat as little as possible and be as satiated as possible on it and, it, and enjoy it and stuff like that. So, but I would, but whenever you're feeling extra hungry, I would always check your hydration levels first. Always, 100. percent I used to think I was destined to be fat, but my uh, little experience of going to the gym every day and taking pictures on my food proved me wrong. My uh, my Whitling uh, scale shows my steadily going down. That is awesome. Very awesome. How much cardio is too much cardio on trying to build some muscle mass? Depends on the person, your nutrition, who you are, what type of cardio, massive amounts of things. I mean, it's like everybody is very individualized. This would depend upon the intensity level, the amount of time, how often you do it. Like, I mean... There's just so many variables in this for me to split spit out a fucking time, especially because this like muscle mass is age driven, food driven, hormone driven, what other activity you're driven. Like some people can build muscle when they train for marathons. Other people cannot. So it's an, that's an impossible question to ask, to answer, to tell you the truth. I see blood pressure cuffs have to be used near the ankle. Oftentimes, yes, for people that big. Cardio can actually be very beneficial for high-intensity activities such as heavy lifting. Yep, indeed. Indeed. Uh, Dad Physique, thank you very much. I appreciate you, motherfucker. Lots of three to 400-pound people come around to the hospital where I work at in Kentucky. That's tough. That's that's a big fucking person right there. Uh, will no morbidity help with cravings? It diminishes the amount of hunger. If you have sugar cravings, that's not really necessarily what it's going to help for, especially if you're still eating sugar items. Like if you eat something sugar and it causes you to have a glycemic response to it, our second product coming along, product two, will likely help you. But product one, no morbidity. Uh, no morbidity it blocks the, the, the actual mechanism of hunger so you don't get hungry and you get fuller easier. When you're talking cravings, cravings can be anything emotional, physical, those sorts of things. So not really. I do deal with my cravings a little easier when I'm not hungry, but it still doesn't stop them, no. Assuming the diet is most mostly okay, what three supplements would you recommend? Assuming the diet is mostly okay, I would still recommend a vitamin D supplement. Almost nobody gets enough vitamin D, and we're very, 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 very vitamin D deficient. I would do five to ten thousand IU's extra a day, every day, even on top of uh, on top of your nutrition. Um, uh, for me, like if you're talking me or talking generalized population, uh, generalized population, I would also then take like some sort of a anti-inflammatory I would take like berberine or berberine and or black seed oil uh, along with those. And then uh, now that I've got blood sugar regulation and inflammation uh, and, uh, and immunity, I would still probably take something like I would still probably take some sort of multi just to make sure just, I mean, cause you never want to trust the, trust the food necessarily. Like I am very health oriented when it comes to my supplementation. I don't, I really like don't, like what's necessary and what's extra is a very small line to me necessary for a while and still might me like uh, being on no morbidity and product two for a while to help still control my hunger. I come off of it, you know, for weeks at a time just to make sure that I I've still have good habits built in. But uh, I just, I think that like, you know, for a lot of people, they view it as like, you need these supplements. I would do all preventative and health model ones. That's that, uh, and I would answer that ten out of ten that way. Yeah, I used to think my obesity was due to genetics. Uh, society is is ga that's a exactly it's a societal ga gaslighting thing. I eat when I'm hungry always. If you eat healthy, you'll be fine. Mm, depends. Eating healthy can still be too many calories. Does no morbidity take a few days to see effect? I just got my bottle and I'm excited. It normally takes three or four days for me to the. For me to like notice the food effects, but the stress relief effects happen fairly quickly. Any specific vitamin D brands that you recommend? I go with Mark's, uh, Mark's vitamin, uh, Viga D from MTS Nutrition. Uh, it's so annoying to, ha uh, to have an eating disorder because it's literally just food. It's the food that's the problem. It is, that's very true. And Sarah, I did see that. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you a link here shortly. 
I found that I often when I'm um, craving something like chocolate, it's usually a uh, deficiency in chromium. That chromium, magnesium, normal health for my late night cravings. That's outstanding. Out fucking standing. Have I reviewed the new food pyramid in one of my streams? I did. I went, uh, you can, and you can go back. It's, it's a joke at this stage. I mean, I think that like, I mean, and you, Rick Slick, I, I've seen you on here for a while. It's a joke at this stage. Like the food pyramid in general the USD, the USDA is not trying to have healthy people. Not nothing about it can possibly make me think that they're trying to have healthy people at all. Not the old food pyramid, not the new food pyramid, not this decision for this lady to help write nothing. If you look up the fucking vitamin D uh, recommended daily allowance, it's mass. It's super fucking low, like super fucking low. Um, get sun for vitamin D unless it's winter uh, then take supplements. The vast majority of the population does not get does not get enough sun, even if they are, are go out in the sun, uh, for the most part on a consistent level basis. Like people that live in cloudier climates, such as Pittsburgh and stuff like that, should take vitamin D all year round. Um, and even people that live in Florida during the winter should take vitamin D supplementation, um, depending upon it. Just just uh, just from the sun is not a viable thing for most people in our world today. Should it be? Yes. Is it? No, absolutely not. Take your every everybody should supplement vitamin D. Everybody should. I stopped driving to the gym and take uh, the bus so I can get more steps. And that's good for you. Good for you. A drug is not going to change what they eat, uh, just the amount. They must realize that. I completely agree. 100 percent Morning, little monster. How are you doing? Uh, what about fasting? What about fasting? What do you want to know about it? My waist to the height ratio is now under 0.5. Great job, Jet Batman. Great fucking job. Took me about three days to feel no more uh, hunger effects. Yeah, that's about right for me, too. Somewhere in there. Let's see. What about magnesium supplements? I mean, I, I, I would suggest just you would get it into a, a good... Uh, you know, a good fucking uh, multivitamin. If you, if it has some, I would or get a little bit extra. If if you if you think you're short on it, absolutely. A lot of people are. Food pyramid is wrong. Very good. I take five thousand use every other day. Good for you. Very good. Very good. Is it okay to eat a lot of canned salmon for vitamin D? I would still think you might like you might want to fucking try to a supplementation just in case. I mean, vitamin D is super in, inexpensive. If we would have supplemented vitamin D at the beginning of 2020 instead of everything else, it could have saved trillions of dollars and fucking tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of lives, uh, that sort of thing. So um, I don't understand the like why people would not. Uh, but canned salmon is uh, I don't know. I've, I don't know if it's particularly high in vitamin D, but I mean, I'm I eat particularly well. And I still take vitamin D supplementation, and I live in Florida. Sometimes giving in the cravings is the, be is the best medicine. Just don't eat uh, much of a said thing. I wouldn't. Depends on the craving. So. How often should fasting be used, or is it even necessary? Depends on the person. I fast every day. I haven't eaten yet today. You know, uh, I fast every single day. It works really, really well for me. For some people, they couldn't possibly eat how I eat. It depends on the abs. It absolutely depends upon the person. Uh, and how how often should it be used? That again, literally depends upon the person. I often wonder if you can overdo vitamin D since it's a fat since it is fat soluble. Currently taking in fifty to twenty k a day because of Pennsylvania winter. I, I think it's I think it, it you'd have to take a lot, but I would just check on it. You know, uh, how do you feel about cheese? I have cheese every every other day or so in in portion just to add flavor. That's outstanding. Let's see. I take vitamin D during these cold winter months. Good for you. Good for you. Seta, how are you doing? Always nice when I catch these lives. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, motherfucker. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, the summer I can spend the entire day in the sun, not much in the winter. I agree. Any opinions on vegetable cocktail? I find having one cup of uh, a meal so much uh, with overeating and it's only six, uh, 60 calories, V8, for example. You know, if you like it, that's great. I wouldn't necessarily use it as a, like use it as a definitive way to, you know, trick your body because eventually you'll get sick of the trick. But if you like it and are adjusting it, absolutely. 
you know? I mean, I would keep taking it in. Just watch the processing on it and the sodium levels, that sort of thing, you know? I find it challenging to eat enough protein. That's always a hurdle. For a lot of people, it is. I mean, it depends on how much how many carbohydrates you're eating, too. You know, I would, def I would definitely watch out. I'm going to start, uh, start my nobility when I finish breastfeeding. Good for you. Please wait till you're done breastfeeding. Please, please, please wait. Uh, I mean, I, I try to say that for everybody. So you do not need, like, only take what your doctor tells you you can take when you're breastfeeding, when you're pregnant, when you're about to get pregnant, those sorts of things. So please do be mindful of it. One second here. There we go. Yeah, okay. I sent that out to a person. All right, boom, boom, boom. Doctor told me to stay out of the sun because I'm prone to skin cancer due to my freckles. Then tells me how low in vitamin D. Shocker. I mean, I can understand where they're coming from, but it's massively important. Like vitamin D is massively, massively important. Uh, who's being delusional today? Pretty much everybody. Uh, the people that appointed some lady... Uh, I mean, she, this this woman has literally works for drug companies, and she's going to be in charge of the new dietary things. It's so fucking like it is just a massive conflict of interest, a massive one. Let's see. I was surprised at how much protein is in only around three hundred grams of frozen chicken breasts. Did a clip saying one out of every 10 food products isn't even the food it claimed to be. Scary stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. That is some crazy shit. The bottom of the new food pyramid is the base of my diet. Uh, I've never felt better. I mean, it's so weird listening to them like, tell people that they shouldn't eat ground beef and shit like that and other stuff on top of it. I mean, it's such a clown world. Like, it just is. We live in such a ridiculous state of society where these people think that for some reason it's you, you shouldn't take... You know, you, you should stay more on the side of fucking, like, eating processed foods. And then, like, I don't understand how this lady fits in. Like, if she's, like, selling obesity drugs and now she's going to be helping people decide what to eat. Like, that doesn't strike anybody as a very serious conflict of interest. Like, she works for the company that solves, like, that when people get fat... She works for a company that offers a, like, this is no shit. It would be a conflict of interest with me being partners in no morbidity. It would be a conflict of interest for me to be appointed to that position. I make a fucking product designed around helping people deal with eating too much. It would be completely a complete conflict of interest for me to sit on that board. A complete conflict of interest. This woman works for a drug company and yet, yet she's on the board. Crazy. I think the new food pyramid was written by a teenager. Possibly. Very possibly. All right. So any questions you guys got, let me know. Let's hit them up. Let's get it going. I, um, I am going to, oops. I'm going to do some videos here in a little bit. Get some dinner ready. I think it was written by a lobbyist. Probably. Very much. I, I can very much believe that it was written by a lobbyist. With how, with how ridiculous this shit is anymore. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, at no point in time can people convince me otherwise. This woman is literally talking about how being fat is genetic. It's not your fault. Here's our product to get you to eat less. It's so fucked up. It's so, like when the product, the premise of the product works, works very much on the premise that, our, that no morbidity works. You know, that we'll just make you less hungry. Therefore, you'll be able to build healthier lifestyle habits and you'll lose weight. Because you are, in fact, less hungry. It's literally the same process or the same premise, except safe and effective, natural ingredients, pharmaceutical drug. You know, $39.99 a month, $1,300 a month. I know what I'd pick. Does it have any negative interaction with metformin? Not that it has been shown. However, if you are on any medication before you add any supplement to your nutrition, even if you radically change your nutrition, if you are on any type of drug for blood sugar regulation, you should talk to your doctor, the prescribing doctor that gave you metformin, 
We have not had anybody say it, it interacts uh, it interacts in any way. I would try to say that I would be very careful about taking metformin and things like anything with berberine in it, like our second pro uh, product too, because it also works on the same mechanism of blood sugar regulation. And berberine has been shown to be even more effective for blood sugar regulation than metformin in head-to-head -head studies, especially with women with PCOS. So I wouldn't take uh, I wouldn't take uh, product two or anything that had berberine in it with metformin, but I, I, and if your doctor says it's okay, which you should run past your doctor, we have not had anybody have any problems being on metformin and no morbidity. They just need to watch to make sure that they're still eating. So, that, so they'd watch their blood sugar levels. Like, but they would need to be extra cautious anyway because you're on metformin and you should be watching your blood sugar levels, you know? Stuff like this ruined, uh, uh, has ruined the film Idiocracy for me. It's too real now. It really is way, 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 way too much. Do you think eating insects or mealworms are a healthy diet? Celebs are pushing it. Nicole Kim and Iron Man. Who fucking, he looks, he looks like he's going to die uh, at this stage. He looks like very sickly. And who fucking cares what these people say? Who fuck, like why? Because we, the people that people that pretend to be other people, people that we pay to pretend to be other people, said these are healthy diets. Why the fuck should that matter to a goddamn person? I mean, that should not matter. Like the problem, and I'm not, I'm not talking to you, but the problem is people fucking buy what these people are selling just because they're famous. Who gives a fuck what they say? I mean, do I think people could eat mealworms and stuff like that and have it be healthy? I would imagine it's protein's protein. You know, in true survival situations, beggars can't be choosy. Would I choose to eat worms and meal, worms and insects? No. Nope. Am, I, am I going to by, by choice? No. Nope. Uh, do I think it's stupid and just a fucking another woke propagandist bullshit pushing point? Yep. But do I, th do I, do I think about it? I think it's a fucking fad that these people probably are getting paid for and have monetary... Uh, are we getting, being monetarily com compensated for and all sorts of other shit? Do I think it's stupid? I think it's stupid, but I think people that give a fuck whether Nicole Kidman or Iron Man are taking this shit is just as fucking stupid. If you if you do shit because you think somebody that like if you do shit because a person who you like solely for the fact that you like how they pretend being other people, if you do it because of that, you you should fucking get checked too. Society has not been nice to you. Have you worked with people with food aversion, maybe a, a sensory issue with certain foods? Yes, we have multiple times. Um, uh, this falls into a lot of people that have, uh, that are slightly on the spectrum and or uh, people that have different types of eating disorders uh, that are based around texture and stuff like that. We've worked with multiple times. So Michelle, I just gave the, the link out there. So absolutely. And if you know of somebody, pass it on, please. Uh, I do agree, but uh, much cheaper than fresh chicken. The one I took, I, I, uh, you're talking to somebody else. Okay. Does product two have stimulants? Nope. Product two is also non-stimulant, non-thermogenic. Those clubs are pushing that stuff to us uh, plebs. You can bet that they will keep eating lobsters. That's the fucking thing. Anybody that thinks that they're going to, like these people fly around in fucking jets to places and then say that they're there for climate change. All blah, blah, blah. All that bullshit. All that bullshit. I get that the goal for these companies is to make money, but people are dropping left and right with pharmaceutical and surgical intervention due to not changing lifestyle. It's just wild. And again, it's lifestyle is the fucking key because I'm telling you this right now. I mean, when you think about the 25% of everything approved by the FDA gets recalled for, for being dangerous. When you think about the healthcare industry has its own death toll that's rather high. It's like the third leading cause of death in the United States. It's not, it's not small at all. Thank you. Feeding crickets to children is a uh, first step. Th uh, thankfully, Australian. Uh, thanks, thank Australian for normalization of bugs as legitimate food source. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a legitimate food source. I'm saying I won't fucking do it. I, I'm not I, unless I fucking have to. If, I mean, literally, unless I fucking have to. Out in survival, you know. Uh, is there over counter vitamin C at every grocery store? Celebrities are adults who make a living pretending to be other people. They aren't uh, anyone to idolize. Exactly. I say it all the fucking time. Will you ever get a film about a video about R.D. Uh, R.D. Jr. and his diet uh, 
advices change diet advices changes about rd jr who, who the fuck are you talking about i don't even know who you're talking about rd jr i have no idea uh they need to shut up and entertain me exactly uh, exactly uh if there's ever a famine where food was hard hard to come by i'd take up hunting before i'd eat bugs me, i'd fucking me too me too 100 uh 100 uh, and again said i'm wondering who uh rd jr is Folks carry small parasites when ingested. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no. Fucking, he went vegan. So why? He went vegan and crazy. And he's not getting enough, he's not getting enough food. He looks horrible. He looks absolutely horrible. I think people forget that you eat a lot, uh, that you eat a lot of things we generally throw away. For example, carrot tots and beet, uh, beet greens are totally edible and and delicious i mean fucking amazingly delicious by the way uh like very 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 good yeah but robert Downey jr no no he does he looks worse he looks worse than when he was on drugs i mean and i'm not saying it's because he's vegan i'm saying it's because he's fucking i mean he's he's a, a a rich fucking actor like why i it amazes me that we think these people like they've been we have just propped these people up to such a position of like authority and shit like that. They're just, they're fucking most of the time, very fucked up people. I mean, uh, most of the time they're very fucked up mentally, emotionally, they're super fucked up. Imagine working in an environment where, you know, like, you know, historically is nothing about, except for fucking deviance and fucking, you know, sexual aggression and shit like that like how how we we have how, how we have lofted these people to think that they're super fucking amazing and popular is ridiculous to me all of these people if we if we like just just for reference the people that are in power in mainstream music in mainstream media and in hollywood have been in power for like the last 30 or 40 years uh they they're never they didn't cycle through like before that it was like People would get famous and then they would cycle through for the next famous person, for the next famous person, for the next famous person. Now the mainstays have been holding this shit down for quite a while, right? I mean, when you think about even the men and women that have been in the the, the, the leading men and women of Hollywood for the last couple of decades, it's the same names. And a lot of the names that like you don't see acting anymore, it's because they're producing all the movies. So the people that are in power in Hollywood have been the people that are in power in Hollywood for decades it's amazing to me. It is truly amazing to me that right now Hollywood is screaming about culture and how horrible American culture is when Hollywood helps literally fucking create and curate culture in our, in our society. Like we live in a society where we know that these people, like these people are deviants. These people all like, they all knew about like Weinstein and shit like that. They all knew about Epstein and shit like that. They knew I mean, the, the term casting couch has been a fucking joked about term for decades in Hollywood. Like, we know that these people are sexually deviant, people having to, like, do sexual favors to get parts and shit like that. And a lot of it is these same people that are literally running Hollywood right now. Like, these people are all of a sudden the people that are, you know, speaking on culture. They're the ones making decisions on who should be canceled, making decisions on who is a good person. These are the people that are fucking speaking on culture as if they didn't help create this shit, as if for the last 30 or 40 years, it all happened around them, as if they're not uh, this Hollywood and music hasn't been like the leading factors that's developed this culture. If there is such a problem with the culture in America, these are the, pe the people that are complaining the most about it are the people to fucking blame about it. Us, us, us lofting these people up to positions where we think that they have they think that they have authority and we give them social authority over people is in fact crazy when these people are the ones that if you know if you wonder wondering why like it sounds like music is violent and misogynistic these people these people are the ones that that push that type of fucking music in mainstream music for a long fucking time
If you're wondering why, like right now, like I, I have no idea. I have no idea why the LGB uh, community got like they brought it out as if they were being oppressed when a huge portion of fucking uh, Hollywood as is gay and has been gay for fucking decades. Like we've this has been settled. Like we've known about this for a long time. Who the fuck do you think made Elton John popular? Like older people. Like the people complaining about how horrible disparities are are the people that would be responsible for this shit because they are the fact the people that helped form our culture for the last 20 or 30 years because we've given Hollywood and and uh mainstream media and movies and sports stars and all like that. We have allowed these people who are the fucking entertainment, by the way. They are literally the fucking entertainment. We have allowed them to be promoted to like actual societal commentator and decision maker. It's literally fucking crazy how people that we know are from completely deviant fucking industries, completely fucking morally bankrupt fucking industries. Like we got Alyssa Milano literally on her Twitter fucking acting like she is like some like fucking angelic figure when she was best friends with Weinstein's wife, you don't know, like this woman grew up in Hollywood. You tell me she didn't fucking know to believe these women. You tell me that Alyssa Milano has never had a friend that's had to give a fucking blowjob for a part or something like that. I refuse to believe this shit. Like when she was so close to all these fucking people that did all these fucking bullshit things, I refuse to believe that she was unaware that women were, have, were being taken advantage of to get parts in Hollywood for fucking decades when she grew up in that shit. I refuse to fucking believe it. I give her more credit for, for being more intelligent than that. I absolutely give her more credit than that. We're fucking talking about like this bullshit. They're only, they only push people that meet their fucking narrative that they can fucking use. That's the own, that's all they fucking do. The same people that have been in charge of mainstream music, country music, rap music, regular music for the last couple of decades are all the fucking same people. That's why you're hearing all the fucking same shit. That's why you don't see any independent artists uh, you know, being invited to the fucking CMAs or invited to uh, the awards for like rap music or awards for fucking regular music or for rock music. That's why you don't see any independent artists, even though for the last three or four years, independent artists have topped the charts in multiple facets many fucking times. They don't get mentioned because we live in this dichotomous nature where we promoted these fucking people who sing and dance and fucking uh, entertain us. They play games for our fucking entertainment. We have somehow lofted them to the position where they can tell us how we should live our motherfucking lives. Most of these people, you would never even fucking know who they who they were if they could sing a fucking note, repeat lines convincingly as somebody else into a fucking camera, or play a fucking sport. You wouldn't know who any of these fucking people are if they didn't have one of those very fucking fixed talents that do not really impact the positivity of the world at all. If they weren't good at pretending to be somebody else, weren't good singing how you know singing fucking songs. Most of the times they didn't fucking write themselves, or they weren't good at playing a sport. A huge portion of the people that we consider super fucking popular or super fucking trendsetters or people we need to listen to about all sorts of actual real life fucking issues. If it wasn't for one of those three things, most of these people would not know fucking shit from shit. Most of these people would not even ever be fucking listened to. Because most of these people do not fucking merit even any type of fucking reality. Like they're not in reality. They're just reading from fucking teleprompters, just like the president of the United fucking States. These people are not in it to try to fucking help their fucking following. They're not in it to try to help the fucking, you know, the people. They're not trying to in it to fucking help the industry. They're not trying to in it to help the fucking anything, but their motherfucking bank accounts and to stay popular. That's it. That is a hundred fucking percent it. It is about social messaging. 100%. And we're listening to these people as if they're fucking somebodies. You know? Like, I mean, somewhere, like, some, somehow, like, the actual person saying shit has become more important than the shit they fucking say in our society. The truth could be said by a six-year-old picking their fucking nose. It's still going to be 100% true. The delivery of the truth does not fucking matter. The truth is 100% the fucking truth. It doesn't need, the truth does not need background lighting, theme music, 
and production. The truth can be spoken and it stands on its merits as truthful. It does not need to be sold because it can be proven. That was the problem with all this. All these people selling a fucking ideal about what you should look like, selling an ideal about who you should fucking vote for, selling an ideal about what is appropriate language or or not for people to fucking have. These fucking idiots, like Pink Pink has now done a fucking ad for Pfizer. Pink, Pink, Miss Rockstar, Miss fucking raging fucking against the, you know, against all of societal norms. Pink is now a fucking uh, Pfizer advert. Uh, Latifah, Queen Latifah, one of my favorite all-time rappers, total fucking sellout. The Kardashians, we've known their sellout. Fucking, they're fa- they're they're literally famous because Mama decided which porn tape to fucking leak to get fucking uh, Kimberly popular, so everybody can fucking become popular. And then they just they literally ride on rode on the ass of their daughter being banged, and they all rode to fame. These are the people that are considered famous, and then they're gonna fucking sit back and judge, like they're gonna fucking. Look at look at people and be like, oh well, I, I decided to do this. Motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you people? These people are fucking ridiculous. Every single fucking one of them. Who gives a fuck? Entertain. Shut the fuck up. You don't need to listen to me. You shouldn't want to fucking listen to them either, though. I mean, these people are just fucking like it should you should not need to be told that something is safe and effective by a fucking actor before you fucking take it. They should be able to show you the fucking data that says it's safe and effective. And they should show you the reasoning why you should fucking take it. If they can't prove to me why, that there's even danger enough for me to fucking even be be worried about it, if we can't get there, why the fuck should I think about taking something that has unknown risk for something I'm not afraid of? It's stupid moronic and these are this is the shit these people are selling because they're stupid and moronic and owned they are owned if you know a person that is still in the la la land of believing that these jabs were not in they were not rushed and at least harmful if you still know anybody in your life that is not like looking at this like what the fuck did i do what the fuck did i inject in in myself understand that they're probably lost they're listening to too much of this fucking rhetoric. They're way too involved in giving a fuck about what any of these fucking people say. These are people. They're just fucking people. To, like, well, like this celebrity said this. Who gives a fuck? Like, for a while there, Matthew McConaughey was, like, getting interviews with fucking Fauci and shit like that. Who fucking cares what Matthew McConaughey says about a fuck thing? Who fucking cares? I... I, when you can tell, when you can come with me with data and facts and shit like that, I don't care who the fuck you are. We'll talk. But who gives a fuck if these people lie about bullshit? They're lying. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Most of these, most of these people, like their lives are, they don't even understand your life. It's fucking crazy. Crazy shit. Anyway, uh, it is. It's a clown world. It is a clown world. You can eat till you're full, just don't eat bad food. That's it depends on what your definition of full is. So. Chuck D of Public Enemy sold out too. Isn't that fucking something? Like, isn't that not, not fucking something? Like all these fucking people that have that have been in that have been in mainstream music and shit like that for fucking decades, the people that you know got real rich when it first like fucking broke out, like MTV first came out and shit like that, the people that got real rich. And they all of a sudden, they're the ones that owned all the fucking record studios and shit like that now. And they're super fucking rich and they're controlling what music you get to fucking hear. That's why it all sounds like produced garbage. It all sounds like, it just sounds like the same fucking thing produced a different fucking way. Like, how, how, like what's the next catchy female song where the girl talks about how fat her pussy is and how fucking awesome she looks bent over? Like, what, we're supposed to, supposedly somehow, we, we both live in a time where women are empowered and then we're still talking about like you know you can't even turn on tiktok with these fucking like the, all the fucking like dance like little fucking gimmicks that everybody does shaking an ass it's fucking craziness because of people like the fucking kardashians of people like every fucking mainstream fucking hooker uh 
That's that's. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, I watch these movies. I'm like thinking, like, well, you know, they fucking did something to be popular and get in this role. It's fucking sadness. Fucking sadness, it truly is. It's absolutely absurd and a huge conflict of interest that this, she is able to do this. It really is very fucking, very fucking wrong. Well, I guess that Kylie Jenner tried to sue Kylie Minogue to stop her using her name. Fucking unreal. Like these people, I mean, it's so fucking crazy. That is just fucking crazy. I don't even fucking, I don't even know what to say about that. In his early career, Tom Hanks starred in a D&D moral panic movie. A uh, guy is on the highest pedestal, just a celebrity who always who uh, always ha- always has always pushed whatever message is paid for. I mean, he w- he was on Bosom Buddies. He was on so many fucking things, you know. But the fucking Tom Hanks is also like people need to like he's on a certain fucking list too. Like all of them, most of them are. You have some seriously valuable information uh, that I really needed. Thanks. You're very fucking welcome. Very welcome. Yes, evidently female empowerment is about being sexually appealing to men. I get. I mean, I, it's amazing. Uh, it's so fucking crazy. They also are acting like these, like like Cardi B and all these people. Like like they're not Little Kim, like 3.0 ripoffs. Like Little Kim and Foxy Brown said way more fucking outrageous shit and were better rappers the entire fucking time too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's scary how many people can't think for themselves. It really is. Uh, it baffles me when women say uh, they not uh, want to be sexualized when they are the ones. Se- it's so fucking mind-numbing sometimes. I can't even get, like, I I wish people could start getting, getting like, there, kind of, sort of. Like, uh, yep, I completely agree with this, 100%. Uh, salt and pepper, like so many like acts from before. Like, it's amazing that these people don't recognize it. But I do got to say, like, we're very much in there. Like, what, you see how sometimes these fucking movie stars and uh, uh, like sports sports stars, how that like how they're fucking treated. Just remember, like, I'm not saying not to like support them, support your local artists, support like all like all like support support people. You know, like. In their endeavors, like fuck, buy my books, then buy the fucking book, buy the fucking supplement. It'll help you. It saves money. Thirty nine ninety nine a month. Most people report back in saving hundreds of dollars on their food bill a month just from this product. Safe and effective. Will help you gain control of your lifestyle. You can get it at Vitamin Shop. You can get it at Tiger Fitness. You can get it at Ambrosia Collective. Soon to be many other places, not just Vitamin Shop around the country, because we're fucking going. You know, you can join the app. Uh, the links are being posted in the comments section right now. You can join my app. Uh, or my, my wife's app, you can get live and pre-recorded classes that Crystal teaches. She just taught a strength fusion class here. She got Tabata later on. Uh, or you can get a 30-minute consultation. These are all discounted prices just for you guys, but what the fuck? I mean, let's see here. I paid you five bucks, but I got about eight times that uh, in useful info. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I appreciate you. Uh, can you imagine a person entertaining, uh, enter, entering into the gravitational field of a fat person? Okay. Uh, you're in vitamin shop. Yeah, we're in, uh, we are in vitamin shop. Uh, they the pretty much all around, all throughout the country or world wherever vitamin shop is at, and we have other places we're going to be in too soon. Very excited. Uh, um, still to meet a woman who doesn't have some trauma and doesn't like being sexual and doesn't like being sexual. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, I've been on over an hour, guys. I'll be on here a little bit. I possibly even a little later, but definitely tomorrow, 1 p.m. I hope everybody has a great goddamn day. Goddamn.